Top of the morning to everybody. This is At Home with Linda and Drew Scott. How you been? How are you doing? Oh, no, I was talking to them, not you. Oh, I, I, w- I was talking to them too. Oh. How are y'all doing? How are y'all doing? <laughs> uh, it's, I feel relaxed this morning, which is really nice. I want to talk to you guys about a concern I have. Okay. There are two Drews that we know of. I knew it. I knew you. <laughs> there's nighttime Drew and there's morning Drew. Ooh. So this is what I'm talking about. Nighttime Drew always has these plans. I'm going to set the alarm early. I'm going to get up extra early. Maybe I'll get up at like seven, get up, do some stretching, do some seven. meditation, something early, and then get into my day. Then there's morning Drew who wakes up with the first alarm. I always set like two to three alarms. It uh, Morning Drew shuts off all the alarms and then sleeps in for another couple hours. It if drives you're lucky, me nuts. you sleep in for... A couple hours. Does it, well, exactly. I mean, this is days that I'm not working. So if I'm not working, obviously um, I have the chance to sleep in, but I like to get up and be active. But there's something about, it's almost like my kryptonite. When I'm in the my- The pillow? Yeah, the pillow. It keeps me there and it keeps me dozy until I get up out of bed. Dozy droozy. Does anybody else deal with that? It's so annoying because I have all these good plans the night before and then I ruin them the morning of. Uh, I, I think that's the rest of the world as well. It's yeah. called human. It's called lazy. So this is what I did this morning. I said, no excuses. I'll set my double alarm five minutes apart. So this morning I set the alarm for, I let myself sleep in nine o'clock. And then I did 9.05. And at 9.05, my plan was I need to get up and I have to run across the room and then back again. And then, and then that'll get everything back going. into bed. Yeah, but then you almost sucked me back in. That's the thing. We need to be there to support each other for this. But you were being a bad influence trying to get me to go back to sleep. I was kidding though. Oh. And then I actually fell back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I almost did too. But uh, I think it does feel good though. You've been influencing me nicely in that regard because you like to get up and do meditation in the morning and stretch. So thank you for that. Sorry, I, I was meditating. <laughs> <laughs> She's back. She's back. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, yeah, I think the hardest thing is to motivate yourself. That's why it's it's nice to have someone to keep you accountable. And with our friend Justin, who we talked to today, um, he keeps he keeps us accountable. Or we wait. He keeps Ooh. us accountable. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think about that. Yeah, because he'll even if we're not in the same city, he'll send us text messages with challenges and we look forward to them every day, but we also sort of dread, I don't, we don't dread them. I think that the thing is he's trying to find ways to push us without over pushing us. The hardest thing in the world, I think is to get used to a new routine, no matter what it is. And so that's why if you see somebody who's trying to make their new year's resolution and work out and they don't stick to it is because I think a lot of people after new year's, they come in and they go from zero to like four times a week working out. And that's just too much. Yeah. If you ease your way into it. So Justin's really great because his challenges are just like do 10 of something, 10 pushups, 10 squats, whatever you want. And then he'll build from there. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, when they think being healthy, if they think wellness, a lot of people actually just think about their physical body. They're not thinking about mental wellness. They're not thinking about their diet necessarily or the type of foods, maybe people are thinking a diet, but instead of a diet, they're just healthier ways of eating. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's not like you're restricting a ton of food from your body. But what would you say for you? What is the most stressful thing when it comes to wellness for you? Or what's the hardest thing to get through? I think it's just being 
aware of how you're feeling and addressing it. Mm. Um, like being honest with yourself? Yeah, I guess generally. But if I'm feeling a certain way, I think the easiest thing to do is to ignore it and move on because we're all so used to putting our feelings aside for the sake of our busy schedules, for the sake of putting other people first. And and that all starts to build up and then it shows itself in, yeah. I don't know, so many different areas well, physically. And you'll know that there's something underlying because we can feel it. I mean, you know, for me, for example, if I get frustrated about something, usually I get frustrated, I have my moment and then it's totally gone and I move on and I'm totally fine. Um, whereas for you, you like to take a bit more time to think through things and whatnot. Everyone's different. And so I think in a relationship, I need to find ways that I can support you and you already have many ways that you support me to get through any of frustrations. I think that is a part of wellness as well, is how you're interacting with the people that you love, the people around you, mm-hmm. so that together you can help each other through. Yeah, and I, I think when you're talking about you supporting me when I take longer to process something, yeah. I think that's also a two-way thing. It's not it, It's me allowing someone to... Like help with that process, but I'm not used to having that. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, there's nothing you can do. Typically, it's like, oh, there's nothing you can do. I just have to process it myself. But uh, I think the hardest thing is figuring out like how someone can help. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you guys. I mean, I'm sure we have a lot of people who are professionals in the field of wellness, or any therapists, or anybody that are out there, or even just all of our listeners in general. I'd love to hear similar sort of stories or concerns that you've had, ways that you've been able to help yourself through these situations or to process the information. So if you guys want to send us some comments on Twitter or Instagram, or you can email us at feedback at athomepodcast.net. I want to continue that conversation. And we have still been getting you guys to text me at 310-496-8667 to nominate somebody because we want to help spread a little kindness. Mm -hmm. And this week, Cherry nominated Crystal Cervantes. Yes, she has been giving back in her community, volunteering at a rehabilitation hospital. And she also is a senior, graduated, just Mm -hmm. graduated. And we're going to hop on a call with her at the end of this episode. Yeah, so, so stay tuned for that. Around. We all need somebody in our lives who can help motivate us. I think it's easier to get through anything in life if you have somebody along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And that's why this week we're really excited to chat with Justin Tan. He's a chiropractor. He's a wellness expert. He works with the Canadian Olympic bobsled and skeleton team too. He is so good at what he does. And he is basically the reason I feel so relaxed and my body feels so loose right now. He has magic hands. Magic hands. If we're not... Magic hands tan. Or if we don't see Justin for a while, we're all just aching for an adjustment. Well, without any further ado, let's all have a little adjustment time. This is Justin Tan. Okay, if ADT wasn't professional enough, now ADT installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. I mean, what are they going to do next? They're, they're going to start a country singing career. I would listen to a country band named ADT. Also, I like to know what's happening at our front door from virtually anywhere with my Google Nest doorbell. Just saying. Your Google Nest doorbell? I said our. He said my. Everybody check that. Yeah. All right. Well, I like to control my ADT smart devices like my lights, my locks. 
my security system <laughs> with Google Nest speakers and displays. And I like to say, hey, Google, to get started. Listen, I said ours. I'm all about ours, not mine. <laughs> Help protect what matters most with all this, plus 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help make your home smarter and safer. I can feel the love Bouncing off these walls Shining through the windows Reflecting like a rainbow That's where we belong Yeah, it feels like home person who when Linda and I sit down and talk with you actually make us feel more relaxed just the sound of your voice which I think is pretty amazing well it's like therapy it's and I, my, I, my I, hair is messy because I just got an adjustment before yeah. right before this yeah, so right. now we don't I'm call just it adjustments like... they're not adjustments they're adjustments um, but I think the uh, the one thing I need to know what your voodoo spell is that you have on people when you talk to them because everybody says the same thing okay yeah that's what I wanted to okay Whoa. first hi hi <laughs> uh, yeah I was, I've always wanted to ask you, is there anyone you come across that you can't talk to? Like, that you don't find it easy to talk to? Aside from me. Except for Drew. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty rare, because I think it's all, all about the presence that you provide, really, yeah. when it comes down to it. And so it's just, um, you know, finding the ways of the entry modes and just, like, how to mirror them back. That's, it's, conversation's kind of easy. Mm -hmm. I, I assume it's because you listen a lot more than most people do. I mean, a lot of people um, in conversation just wait for their turn to talk. Is that what I just did right there? Wait, what are you pointing at? <laughs> but, but, but you actually are taking in what somebody says so that you're adapting to how they hear things or how they want um, to communicate. And I think that is such an amazing tool to have. Oh, man, thanks. It's, it is fun. I mean, I think people like to be heard. And so listening is such an important thing. It's <laughs> yeah. part of the conversation. Um, and, uh, you know, I think always being in the learning mode mm -hmm. uh, and curiosity and um, wanting to know more about that individual is such a, there's always something to celebrate in someone. So learning for that piece is, uh, is really exciting. But w did you grow up, you have a brother mm -hmm. also named Jonathan. Wait, we, mm -hmm. which we just weird. met him yeah. two weeks ago in Vancouver. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, you're just <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, he walked into the room. You weren't even standing there. He walked into the room and Linda was already new. But growing up as kids, like you and your brother, I, like me and my Jonathan, uh, growing up, you know, it was, it was sort of, we had our own little language, but did you have that same sort of calming way that you spoke to your siblings when you were, your, your brother when you were younger? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. So where did that come from? <laughs> I was probably actually the, the least spoken in the family. And so maybe the whole idea of the listening part, just being the observer constantly, was my role. So you were up. quiet. I was as a super kid? quiet. Hmm. Still am, uh, more yeah. in the family for sure. But uh, <clears throat> as far as like the brother kind of language, he would always be scolding me. So, yeah. so then your your brother's how much older? He's two and a half years older than I am. Only oh, two and a half years. Yeah. And growing up though, did you guys feel sort of thick as thieves, or was that a big gap when you were kids? You know, there. No, I've always felt really close to my brother, and even more so, there was um, just because like there's only two and a half years. So we went to junior high. We spent the like half a year in the same school, same with high Did school. Did you guys hang out at school? Um, I would always be known as uh, like Jonathan or JT's brother. Oh, yeah. he's you know? JT too. Because he's JT as well. Oh, both JTs. Yeah. 
Um, and so, you know, growing up, I always had this like uh, affinity of like, yeah, I'm, I'm so proud to be like JT's brother. Growing up, we had many family trips going to like Malaysia, and my parents are from Malaysia, and we go back every other year. So we're really fortunate to go back and have cultivated connection there. Um, I remember actually one trip, my brother and I, the cohesiveness with my brother and I, I was actually in Florida, and um, we would have to put my dad, my dad had a low back uh, chronic pain, and would have a scooter, electronic scooter. And you have to like take it apart, fit into the rental car, and put it back together. So we would just work like little mechanics, like okay, like 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 pit crew of a race oh car. <laughs> Wait, how old you were you for this? Oh man, we were like this was probably like maybe like nine and eleven. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Oh so. wow. So wait. So your dad having back problems with what you do now? I mean, is what, that what inspired that you what to get into it? Reflecting on on the process, um, I think you know subconsciously, I never really associated at first, hmm. and then reflecting on, it, I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense. You know. Now your parents can thank you because they're now in a bike gang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are in a yeah, full-on biker game there. Uh, they've been doing amazing, amazing adventures this past summer. Wait, am I missing something here? They're in a biker gang, like true. Bikers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so this year... A uh, cyclist gang? A cyclist <laughs> gang. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, not, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not getting all the inside scoop. Or are they, should I be afraid of being in a dark alley with your right? parents? Are they going to mug me? You might watch out. <laughs> so, so that's what they've been doing for activity is a lot of cycling? Yeah, this year. I'm so proud of them. This year... Um, my dad really surprised the family, invested in an e-bike. Mom um, got a really amazing road bike and they just like took this on as the new like lifestyle and health and a way to kind of connect with friends and, and establish community. And so your dad's back problems, mm-hmm. was that something that was a short term or was it chronic that it was with him for years? Yeah, it's been since, um, man, since probably we're, I was eight years old. Um, so he still has it? Still has it, it's chronic. So is there anything from what you've learned that is something that, that can give him more relief from some of the chronic issues that he has? Mm, yeah, over the years, you know, working with, uh, with, with dad, it's been great to see how, you know, working with biomechanics, but also just body awareness. He's done a lot for like pain management and his own mindful and Zen practice, uh, coming to his own like, okay, how do I, uh, stimulus response, how do I manage that? And so I've learned from him, actually, a lot of the techniques of pain management. Hmm. Uh, and then just as a hands-on therapy, um, you know, just being able to, um, you know, coerce the body and the mind into a, like a, a more relaxed state so that you can access those, those um, states of pain management better. Uh, I think that's just been kind of the compliment. And that's with alcohol or heavy drugs? Yeah, I guarantee, yeah. Both. So that, specifically, that's, a, specifically. That, that's your degree, is just yeah. to write prescription. Um, yeah. No, I mean, that, that's the one thing I actually really love, because I've had some issues. Actually, everyone we know who you've done an adjustment with mm-hmm. has said there's this issue they've had for years that they've been dealing with, and one session with you has, has given them more mobility or movement or reduced pain um, from what they've been experiencing for years. And that kind of blows my mind, because I've, I've done... Having gone to school for kinesiology, having a, a pretty good understanding of the body, um, you know, I would think with some of the issues that I've had, I could figure it out. I could do some exercise to figure it out, but I haven't been able to get rid of some things. And then you come in and in one session, you, you nail it. And I've been to other you know, f- um, physiotherapists, I've been to chiropractors, I've been to people who have done 
acupuncture, active release. I've done everything, and I just find it very interesting how you have these magic hands. Magic hands. hands. <laughs> well, You're I our mean, secret weapon. How are, you, how are you single with those magic hands, I mean? <laughs> ah, well, am I single? That's the question. <laughs> oh, whoa, is there something wait, we need wait, to know? Wait. So, going back to the magic hands, no! the idea is <laughs> that it, it first and foremost comes to the celebration that, um, like, I have to say thank you to you all for the trust and the belief in me. Um, and it would be totally injustice for me to say that I'm doing the healing because it's actually your own systems, your own bodies that's so sensitive and so receptive, right? Um, and it's just the ability that we can connect, find the entry point and be able to empower, inspire a mode of healing. That's, that's where it happens, you know? It's not necessarily <laughs> that like, ooh, I got like magic fingers and like here's a magic dust. I just want to let you know, all the talking you're doing right now, Linda is totally zoning out. <laughs> She's touching my arm and her palms are super sweaty. It's because all she's thinking about is, are you now dating? <laughs> that is so funny. So, Only because I care, not, not no, for like gossipy reasons. No, I know why you care because she tried to set you up on a date and <laughs> yes. she wants to know if it paid off. They definitely did. And there's, I mean, I will say that I'm just, I'm still open to, to seeing how everything unravels. Right, so right, basically so. you've had sex, but you're not dating. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to answer that. <laughs> oh, That's fine. That. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the area of not talking is probably that area. Is there, is there anyone you want me to ask not to listen to this podcast episode? Yeah, I'll have to count them out now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you should feel my armpits right now. I'm so happy. Um, <laughs> So, well, it's good to know. I'm glad that at least Linda's attempt to set you up. Well, you're that so sweaty. What are you so sweaty for? <laughs> My gosh. Because I'm happy. Uh, I'm, there, she's happy because we never set anybody up. Because we I've like, never in my entire life. No, we like the idea uh, of finding two amazing people and seeing if they'll, they'll work together, but we've never actually done it because we don't want to try and force something that doesn't naturally happen. Yeah, but we wanted to force this. We one. wanted to force this, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, <laughs> but um, that... Did that kind of makes us sort of like the ma mom magical matchmakers. The mom and dad. <laughs> or the other mom and dad. That's kind of creepy, yeah. But, um, well, on the, on the healing side, give us sort of the, the progression of where you got to where you are now. I mean, you, you work with the Olympic, Canadian Olympic team. So explain a little bit of your, of your progression with everything you did. Oh, um, I, I, honestly, it's, uh, it's about, you know, the... It's about timing, it's about you know, the opportunities that come at hand, it's about creating the relationships and the rapport with, uh, with your clients, honestly, that really elevate the game. Um, yes, I'm very like, blessed to have put the work in and the practice and the diligence. I ran a lot of seminars when I was in school, really dived into the hands-on practice, and I'm, I'm a lover of wisdom, so I really kind of soaked in the knowledge and experience um, through my education. But um, honestly, it really comes down to you know, knowing the right or having the right community, and um, them just vouching for for you as a person. The way you're so different to me is that you do more than just chiropractic. You're not just looking to crack someone's back. You sit down, you listen, you understand the person, understand what some of their issues have been, what their lifestyle is like, and then you activate the magic. Mm -hmm. uh, but but again, I mean, so you do some active release, mm -hmm. some meditation. Um, yeah. Roller and ball work. You do chiropractic, physio. Yeah. Like I, I didn't realize when, when I first got on your table back in Calgary. This was just last year. I remember saying to you specifically, I've never been to a chiropractor. I've never needed it. 
I don't think there's anything wrong with me. And as soon as I lay down, I was like, oh, well, there's this like kink in my neck that I've always had. And like when I turn, I just hear cracks. But I didn't realize I what I was missing until adjustments. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize that like a chiropractic session would now have led us to all of our talks about overall wellness and meditation and eating properly and just slowing our brains down. Like the physical body is such a bridge into the so many other aspects of our human experience. And that's kind of the key is, you know, you guys trusting me with, you know, your physical well-being um, allows us to talk more about like the, 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 the health performance or the wellness or the lifestyle kind of goals. And it's just a, a nice communicative bridge that enables so much more exploration into how to live an optimal life. Yeah. So, so, um, so how do you find in, in at home, mm-hmm. um, I mean, where you live can affect you mentally, emotionally, physically, um, how you live can affect you mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally, physically. And so what do you find are habits that you have that really help, you know, right from waking up, you know, whether it's the mattress you sleep on or a health shake that you make in the morning, what are certain habits that you have in your house to really make you feel one that you love where you live, um, your loving life, and that you just yes, feel, you at, feel um, at home. Yeah, at yeah. home and revitalized when you, mm-hmm. every day. Well, there's definitely, uh, so as an optimized coach, something I just graduated from this weekend, Yay! which I'm yeah. super stoked, ran a Spartan race, and uh, been oh, a year long. Oh, you did the Spartan race? We did the Spartan race. Did you come in last? Uh, you know, it was, it was, I was in the middle of the pack, maybe three, three quarters of, of, the, of the last ones in, but the whole thing was that we had 500 of us running the race. Oh, wow. As and one group, As one right? group. Yeah. And my goal was to, at every obstacle, was at least minimum help one individual like achieve Jeez, their highest self on that obstacle. You know what? And You're such a jerk. <laughs> I just want to finish this friggin' race and beat some people. And you're in there, excuse me, sir, you're like the you're like on, on Instagram when they, they play videos to like make you cry when it's somebody yeah. that's they're running and this is for the Olympic gold medal and somebody falls next to them and they stop to go and help them and uh, way to make me look bad. <laughs> no, I'm just joking, but that, that's amazing. So so yeah. how did you you help them through what what were the obstacles? Oh my goodness. Well the Spartan race is incredible. Uh, and such, so you have like a rope climb, you have sandbag carries, you have water plunge. The, the, the water obstacle, plunge? Water plunge. Like cold water plunge? Like you're in murky, muddy water. But and are you, you ha- swimming through? You go under a wall, you sploosh through. Sploosh. <laughs> I hate that word. Under, you go under and it's muddy water. Yeah. What if you get it in your eyes and get it like a pink eye or something? Well, you get pink eye then. <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, the, the obstacle that I loved the most was the first thing off the bat is literally like a 500 meter walk in a cold lake. You run up and you see this lake and there's a, you, just, you have to go in, submerge yourself. I just yourself. felt Drew up. What is, I can't stand the cold. It I literally was, cannot stand the yeah. cold. So wait. Wait, you, you walk through the lake like it's deep enough to go up to it, your it's, head? It's like, it's like chest height. It's probably the, high, the lowest so point. Like so for Linda, it's above her yeah. head. <laughs> for Linda, it's I'd above be underwater. Her head. Yeah, yeah um, that to yeah. me, like, I just, so, I'll do cold water up to my shins, maybe my mid-thigh, but I'm not passing my junk with cold water so because that's just walk? the worst thing in the world. Well, it's just would, would this is the op- first obstacle, you know, and you have to be mindful through it because like it's muddy, it's murky, there's roots, there's plants, there's other people, there's other obstacles. And the thing that really re- refreshed me was like, they're not kidding around. Yeah. Like you're, you're committed, you are in the Spartan race, you showed up, mm. 
That's the first. You're not you're you're not quitting now. You're committed to the process. So, so the goal for this Spartan race, especially as a part of this course, that mm-hmm. you literally the end exam, your final exam, is the Spartan race. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. That's crazy. I love that. I actually do love that. And then the next day, it's day one, because what our as as an offsides coach, like what our philosophy is, like um, you know, it's like how do you show up with your best self in mind always, moment to moment to moment, and knowing that there's obstacles along the way. And so our mantra throughout the entire race was ohms. Obstacles make me stronger. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Which is just a great reflection for life. Which is a great reflection for yeah. life. But when you walked up to like that cold ass water or you walked up to like that muddy pit that you had to sploosh through, <laughs> did you go like, oh my God, this is awful. Like, how, I don't. Yeah. Did you doubt yourself at any point that you wouldn't finish? 100%. Yeah. 100%. I mean, obviously, like, there's. But the thing is, like, you look around and you get so inspired by the community. You get so inspired by who's doing it. And you're just like this tribe that's like, look, we're there's an here. obstacle, we're gonna do it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's about going through the obstacle, like obstacle is the way, as uh, Ryan Holiday would talk about in Stoic philosophy. Um, so it's like, let's just let's show up, and go through it, commit to yourself. How do you show up with your best self? Wait, who did you just say? Ryan Holiday. Write that down. <laughs> yeah, start. Yeah, he uh, he's he's got some really great uh, great books, Obstacle Way, um, Stoic, uh, Every Day. Very cool. So not to be competitive, but how long did it take? <laughs> uh, so actually, again, I was like probably you know mid pack. Uh, it took us an hour and forty eight minutes. Okay. Um, no big deal, but I would have done an hour and ten, maybe an hour and five. Yeah. 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 Probably. Ohms. Ohms. <laughs> Just crushing it. Just crushing it. Uh, and I, I will challenge us. Uh, as we pursue our, our, our health goals and objectives that we're going to do a Spartan race together. That's hell. Okay, so, uh, yeah. so Spartan race is the splooshing underwall water thingy, the wa- cold water waiting. So there's the... 20 obstacles. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's 20 obstacles, and this was done in just under a five-kilometer kiloma- race. Okay. Um, and you, you know, the, the obstacles are, are designed so that you actually fail at them, right? Because at every one you fail at, you get to do burpees, 30 burpees, your favorite. Oh my okay, God. Okay, wait. This so is like if I was to go to hell and then I was given like a torture that I have to do for the rest of my life, it sounds like this Spartan race oh, would be barfies. that. Yeah. With burpees. Barfies. I, I call, yeah, I call them barfies, barfies because that's wait, what it makes me so feel like. Wait, so you failed at every obstacle? Is that what you're saying? Well, I didn't fail at every obstacle. Because um, you're superhuman. Yeah. But, you know, they're designed to challenge you. They're designed to bring up your limitations and your, your, the different beliefs that you are like, oh, I don't, I'm not good enough, I can't do that. Yeah, doubting yourself. Right? But then to encourage you to, hey, show up and, and do the thing that you know you can do, push yourself. So if, if you say don't do the rope climb, if you can't finish it and then you do burpees, do you still have to go back and finish it before you can move on or the burpees lets you move you can, to the next? Yeah, yeah the burpees okay. is like your, your bridge through, your pass through. ADT now professionally installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. Help protect what matters most with 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. You said that very professionally. I try. (laughs) Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help you make your home smarter and safer. (laughs) 
But so, so how did you get to working with the Olympic team? Because you work with the Olympic yeah. bobsled and skeleton team, which I think is phenomenal. And that's like my, my parents' obsession, Winter Olympics every... Um, winter. Summer they love, but every, every Winter Olympic they are glued to their television watching. Amazing. Yeah, honestly, working with the, the Bobsled Canada skeleton uh, team is, is such an opportunity, such a, such a fun gig to have. Um, how that all came about was we had a lot of uh, the athletes in the program already training with us. Okay. And so I really got to kind of create some grassroots um, rapport and results with them at that early stage. And then as the career evolved, you know, four years later, five years later, um, the opportunity came to working with these athletes on the track, you know, at the, the Canadian Sports Institute in, in Calgary mm-hmm. uh, or the Canadian Olympic Park in Calgary. And then that led to uh, where my colleague now, uh, Dr. Amy McKinnon, uh, is like their uh, head uh, paramedical lead. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, all these, all these opportunities just kind of fell in place and with alignment to be on tour with these, uh, with these athletes. And, you know, it, it does come from the ground up as building that trust, getting the results, um, and <clears throat> really just uh, being a full support for the, for the team. And there's nothing better than uh, really following through with their dream. Oh yeah, and, and it's such high level performing athletes as well. I think that's probably one of the reasons you decided to work with Linda and me is because we're, we're basically like athletes. high, extra high performing yeah. athletes. Monkey bars, I've, I've learned you the most. see me. I've learned the most on this adventure, yes. by far, Good. about how to move the needle through fabric. <laughs> yes, yes. How has it been on like traveling with us on the road? Because you ha- still have a clinic in Calgary, which you still manage with your team there but you're also on the road with us. How has that been, you know, just like, how is that experience just different from like being in one spot versus yeah, now? Yeah, because you had your clinic yeah. and then now you've been on the road a lot with us, which takes you away from clinics. So like, aside from it, getting um, death threats and hate mail from your clients <laughs> from that Mel? we took you away from, <laughs> how, does that, how does that affect you? Uh, side note, I'll just say I love my community so much and I miss you guys too and I love them. <laughs> I'm coming back intermittently. And I'll say um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, my, you know, honestly, the community is so receptive and so supportive. Uh, they know that um, I'm a life experiencer and that I will always go out and learn new things to bring it back to them. And so they're so in- encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, and being on the road has been literally probably the most, as I said earlier, like the most life-altering and learning experience I've had. I guess the other one is actually uh, doubling down on the relationships. What do you um, mean? Yeah. So, like, are we talking about your girlfriend now, or like, no, okay. not necessarily, uh, <laughs> not necessarily partner, uh, but <laughs> future wife, yeah, yeah, F- yeah, future goddess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but, uh, but it's more of, you know, really, I was so inspired about the relationships and friendships that you guys have, your crew that you guys, you know, have around you, have been around for nine plus years. Mm. Um, you know, the friends that you guys have and introduced me to, uh, which I'm so grateful for is, you know, again, they've been lifelong friends uh, and that's so rare to come by. And that made me reflect so much more on how am I showing up my relationships? Where's my loyalty? Where's my depth of value that I'm providing them? And uh, not just to friends, but like more importantly to my family and seeing the interaction you guys have with your families and how important that is um, as a priority. you know, that just was so inspiring, yeah. so inspiring and made me um, really double down on 
the presence uh, and the importance and just the love that I can, I can give back to my family. You know what I love is, what, what, you say you're a life experiencer or, yeah, is that how you explain it? Yeah, like, I love that because it's, most people get into a groove with work. They just have a routine they get into, it's the same thing, or they, you know, they think they know their priorities, but if they were really to step back, take a breath, look at their life, they would realize, and I'm, I'm bad for this too with how much we work, where I realize my priorities have shifted. Family is my big priority, Linda is my big priority, and we want to have kids as well. That, that should be the ultimate priority. And, uh, but then we end up work, 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 work. Yeah, and we it's let one thing to feel a priority or like say this is my priority, but your actions obviously show yeah. otherwise. And, and you're doing that, like, yeah. which, is, which is inspiring for us and I think everyone else that you come into contact mm -hmm. with. And again, I, I, I attribute that to this opportunity this year, along with being on the road with you all, um, I've actually taken on the opportunity to become an optimized coach. And it's been a year-long study, 300 days. Um, and our whole concept is operationalizing virtue. Mm. Meaning, as you just said, like, hey, my priority, my value is you know, to be uh, in love or to be father, mother, or, you know, like, you know, what, what's that... What's that virtue or how to be present, how to be... Um, and and what, not just have it and say it. Not just yeah. have it in mind, but have yeah. it in, in action. Mm -hmm. And so this whole 300 days process has been gaining the wisdom. And it's exciting too, because like when we have such ambitious individuals, like getting to work with you guys that have are such amazing dreamers and have such amazing vision for not just yourselves, your family, your friends, but also for like the world, like to inspire them to live an adventurous, joyful life. Mm -hmm. It's like... You know, that's something that we can get behind. Here you are, you've been all over the country, um, you know, with us and with the Olympic team and everything else you do. And also like clinics, you're, you're brought all over the country to mm -hmm. do training and clinics for and Rolex, uh, Rolex and rock tape and uh, everything else that you do. So that's, that's pretty cool. So how do, how do you like the balance between in clinic with clients that you have a longer relationship with and then on the road with projects where you're teaching a whole new group of people who have come together because they've heard about your experience. Uh, it's Again, it's such a, an amazing experience and opportunity to uh, broaden my own horizons. Um, getting to teach, it keeps me, my mind fresh. Uh, so Rock Tape is a movement company uh, where we do, um, you know, functional movement taping or instrument assisted techniques or you know we have a movement specialist course and so my mind's constantly bombarded with such rich and you know up-to-date knowledge from our crew mm -hmm. and that is so so great because that that's where my bread and butter is is actually clinic yeah um, and then so teaching for them has been a, a huge privilege and an honor to expand my own clinical brain and satiate that scientific mind of mine mm -hmm. um, AKA and nerdy mind. Nerdy mind. Yeah. Oh, straight nerd. Straight, <laughs> straight up nerd. I am the same as you. I just don't wear the glasses. <laughs> yeah. um, and then Rolax has actually just been more of a, like a passion project of being able to, um, you know, curate an experience so that people can experience their their body and their system um, uh, more fully, uh, and to again. Uh, gain that awareness, intention, mastery over themselves. We all love the way you lead the Rolex classes because you're able to make us get in touch with parts of our bodies that we never pay attention to, but in a fun way. Mm -hmm. Like when you lead Rolex classes, we did one in the park and Mississauga, and we're all just laughing in pain, but like good pain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing with Linda that I learned many years ago. If you're doing something that hurts her, like if I'm digging in on like 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 a 
uh, somewhere she's ticklish or like I'm not in her back, she laughs. She doesn't cry out in pain. And so... Um, the I giggles are real. That's, yeah. just, that's yeah. how I... That's foreplay for me. I just yeah. push on her knots. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the, that. The yeah. giggles yeah. are real, for sure. Uh, so better been on the table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what's for, for you, what's the ultimate goal or, or what's something you want to see happen in the next five or ten years? I'm, I'm, I'm just coming off of an amazing weekend, right? As I just shared that, uh, you know, we graduated with Optimized Coach, uh, inspired by the community that showed up, inspired by the, the mentors and the teachers that have supported us along the entire way in the team uh, that really encourages us to show up as ourselves as coaches. And so our whole thing is how do we, you know, my whole thing is uh, how do I change the world by changing one person at a time today, mm-hmm. starting with you and me. So really, my, um, my big vision is, you know, how do we deliver deep value, deep presence mm-hmm. uh, in the relationships that we have right now, um, knowing that when we can create influence here, we can create an influence on the world. Yeah. Um, and I know that, you know, times in these days, uh, you know, we have the whole spectrum. We have amazing things happening in the world, and we also have not so amazing things in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we can create and cultivate a bit more of that awareness and intention and and presence uh, within ourselves, uh, a lot of good shifts can can occur. Good yeah. shifts or shit. Both. Both. Good shit. Yeah. Yeah. Comes from good, good shifts. shifts and good shifts. Yeah. yeah. I think actually that I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt. Where, <laughs> yeah, that's like Mr. Rogers yeah. deep. That yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, when we all we all went and watched Mr. Rogers. In fact, so you probably didn't know this. Or maybe you did know this. No, I, t- the, I spilled the beans. I oh, did. you did? Okay, so Lin- Linda's original hookup for you and your <laughs> mysterious future wife, she tried to seat the two of you together at the private screening we did of the new um, <laughs> Mr. Rogers film. And so, uh, but you were there and she sat you and then you probably noticed the empty seat next to you. And then uh, she was running late. And so Linda was texting her to exactly where to go one seat. I'm like, you're making us so weird. The movie will start oh, wow. She just wants to sneak in. And she would be walking past a whole bunch of empty seats to walk around an upper row and then back into where you are. I'm like, you're making this really weird. I was telling weird. her, like, when you go in, turn right, go to the end, and then go up, and then to your right, there's an empty seat beside a guy with a hat. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you're just making it really awkward. So I'm glad that that didn't pan out and that another time you organically got to have a good conversation with her. But... Yeah, I, I think what you were saying before with one, you know, affecting one person at a time, uh, working with one person at a time can really make change in the whole world. And that's something that both Lynn and I have believed in for a long time because you don't have to be a celebrity to make a difference in the world. You don't have to have a billion dollars to make a difference. Every single person can make a difference in someone else's life. Mm-hmm. And then that can have an exponential reaction mm. um, in this world. And so yeah. kudos to everything you're doing there. Uh, no, I, I love what you were saying there um, in the sense that if we all took a bit more ownership in the sense that we are very competent influencers uh, and took that you know, uh, that superpower of ours in the micro engagements that we have day to day, in the elevator, at the cashier line, you know, walking the down airport. the street, at the airport, you know, uh, at the, why are you the, the parking, me? at the parking valet, you know. Why, why are you guys, <laughs> I feel like you're ganging up on me. You know, like, these, okay, these, I, 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 I think we need to explain what we're talking let about let here. Let us finish this thought first. Like, I, I love that interpretation of influencer because yeah. nowadays I, I, I don't know why that word gives me like I don't know yucky well, feelings. Well, I, I think the thing is a lot of people think that influencer means you're like a social media yeah, influencer and, it and you're, but it's not for a good be. reason. You can be an influencer in your own home with yeah. your parents, with your kids. 
Absolutely. The stranger you walk by. You create immense impact on an individual that you are just an interaction with right here in this room or passing yeah. in a street. Your presence is so palpable and... Or at know, the airport. Or at the airport. <laughs> Listen, I walk faster than Linda and... Oh, I wasn't even talking about Oh, you're that. talking about the security, advanced oh, security, yeah. right. So... <laughs> We were. <laughs> this is actually Wait, very. We this is funny. We were on we our time. way. <laughs> we were on our way to Deepak Chopra's retreat. We were going to the wellness center just outside of San Diego, and we were going to do a couple of days to center ourselves, relax, meditate, um, some Kundalini yoga. We were on our way to this, and at security, I the late I ducked under the the stanchion because where the lineup was there was a guy there were some people that were blocking going the wrong way and so I just ducked under to go to where we were going to see the guy and one of the security ladies yelled at me like loud voice yelled at me like I'm some misbehaving child and automatically somebody does that to me I'm gonna ignore that and I move forward and I was talking to the other agent and she keeps yelling at me and so I turn around and I started getting heated back with her a little bit and we're going back and forth and at the end of the day not the best reaction from me I should have you know addressed why I did what I did and then try to get, bring her down. But the funny thing to me is we're on our way to a wellness retreat. And I'm and enjoying I, this show. Uh, yeah, so I started this I, off by, what are you yelling at me for? <laughs> you shouldn't take yourself so seriously. And then she was like, this is, this is customs this security. Is security. This is security. We have serious. to take ourselves serious. I'm like, well, you shouldn't yell at me like I'm a child. And she's like, I'm not yelling. I'm just a loud talker. I'm like, we should have bonded there because I'm I also know. a loud talker. I'm like, hey, so am I. High five. And I'm just watching this unfold like, oh my goodness, is he going to get taken into secondary and then hold us up and then we're going to miss our yeah. flight. But at the end of the day, I got through. It was all good. And after our meditation session and uh, yoga, yoga sessions, it actually helped me reflect on that negative experience I had and turn it into a positive learning experience. So, mm. uh, But on that note, I think what we should do to wrap up is we should all take a second to smile and infect each other with this positive energy. Oh, yes. On three, one, two, three, smile. Ding! <sighs> that was the sound of my smile. And now we should all tickle each other. No. No? no. Too creepy? Too no, much. No, no, no. Next time, that's the next Wait, level but of what, the Wait, one more game. Justin is really good at coming up with Acronyms, mm -hmm. right? Okay, so <laughs> okay, home, H-O-M-E. H-O-M-E, uh, a nice acronym that comes to mind right away is... Wait, let's all come up with one in our heads, and then we'll see who's got the best oh. one. Okay, I like this competitive All right, competitive we've got 10 nature. seconds to come up with a home acronym. I was ready to put Justin on the spot, not us. <laughs> uh, I'm ready. You oh, you're ready? Oh, wow, yeah. already? Oh, yeah. Okay, go. Okay, I want to hear Drew's, actually. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll save the best for last. Here we go first. Heal others' mental efforts. Oh. Sorry. What are you laughing at me for? Wow. I think that's, that's very that's deep. Confucius would say. I, I actually was, I went to a, a, a mindful place Heal deep down. Others. I opened all my chakras for that. That was Just Kundalini rising. Guys. Yeah, that was Kundalini rising. Stop it. No? Okay. Linda? Linda? Oh. You're going to do burpees if you don't get this. No. 30 burpees. Okay, hold on. Hear it. As an H-E-A-R, hear it, own it, mean it, energize it. Darn, that last Endeavor one. Endeavor to no. perform it. Um, either ener energy or everyone wow. to like welcome everyone. Everyone it? No, I didn't say everyone <laughs> it. But the others all had it. I know, that's why the last <laughs> part fell flat. Darn it. This is actually pretty crazy. This is, good. This is really amazing because we just had a session on the table yeah. And you literally just pulled the first, like, O&M, ownership and meaning, 
were literally the first two, wor two words that came to mind. So, yes. wow, that was really That's cool. Great. That's, That's really cool that fingers. there's that there's a tether yeah. <laughs> that's happening. Um, but so for me, what came to mind right away was heart, ownership, meaning, and encouragement. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So heart, heart, home is ownership. where the heart is. If yeah. you own yourself, you know, just own yourself. Joy. Yeah. Right. Meaning, when we have meaningful conversations around the table, in the bedroom, on the couch, and then encouragement, when we get to encourage and support each other, that's a place of love. Oh, this is why so you good. are who you are, inspiring so many people, and that you're great at what you do. <laughs> Thank you so much Thank for you. joining us. Thank you. Home. That's weird. Home. I'm going to trademark like, that. Home. Home. <laughs> I, I said that's weird at the end because we shook hands and that's... That's not what we do. We usually yeah, we usually <laughs> And as we mentioned earlier, we hopped on a call this past week with Crystal Cervantes, and she has been giving back in her community at a rehabilitation hospital volunteering. Mm -hmm. And she's a recent high school graduate, so congrats to Crystal. And here's our call. Hi, how are you guys? Good. Hi, Crystal. We are good. I know you've been volunteering at a rehabilitation clinic. Have you been able to work at all still through this, or are you on... Um, Itis. No, so that's been like postponed right now. So I haven't done that in a few months, obviously. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I've just been working recently and getting ready for um, college. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Congratulations on everything. Your mom told us that uh, you know, you're volunteering and you were supposed to have your prom. Was it a couple weeks ago? Uh, yes, it yeah. was. <laughs> so how did you celebrate instead of uh, having a traditional prom? Um, so what, what me and my friends did, we just, um, our moms kind of like, um, set up like something for us. We didn't like have like, we didn't dress up for prom, but we just had like a few get togethers and we had like, um, one time we had brunch and then another time we just hung out and, you know, kind of celebrated our, um, next yeah. chapter. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you go to mm -hmm. college, what are you taking? Are, are you, I know you're an athlete as well. Are you continuing uh, to play at college? Um, yeah. So I'm continuing playing soccer um, at Cal Poly. Uh, but honestly, I'm not really sure if that's going to happen this fall because <laughs> yeah. um, of the pandemic. But um, I'm really hopeful. Um, hopefully, like during the spring, it'll work out. So what are you doing during this time to take care of yourself? Um, I've been trying to stay active. I try to go run. I try to like do little workouts. It's it's hard self motivation, but you know, um, I've just been looking forward to like when quarantine is over and we are able to play sports and go to the gym and do things like that. But I have a feeling when we all go, you know, back to work and back to school, we're gonna miss the quietness of of this kind of life. Mm -hmm. Because um, yeah. we do have more time now, or we make more time now to chat with friends and family. And I'm sure, you know, we'll try to stick to that even yeah. after we go back. Be honest, are you driving your mom crazy or is she driving you crazy? <laughs> um, it's, it goes both ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, she only had nice things to say about you. Yeah, you guys sound like an amazing <laughs> family. And once again, thank you so much for what you do to give back, volunteering in your community and, and supporting others. And best of luck for your future next Thank chapter you of your so life. Much. We're so excited for you.